Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week is not going to be a positive week overall. We are going to be talking about the new Disney Genie service at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And that's going to be the focus of the show, but we are going to be talking about a few different news bits that have been going on. We thought we may as well do a, do a new news episode, given uh, quite a bit's happened over the last week. Yeah, getting all checked off. Yeah, exactly. Not a lot of positive stuff. No. No. Of all the news, not a lot of positive. Not a lot of positive. But, you know, I think there's some positive in here, and I think it'd be interesting to see what our listeners think about all of this. So I know some of you have, have already messaged us to say, are you doing an episode on it? And yes, we are. Um, but if you've actually got uh, any opinions based on what you hear us say, let us know and we will definitely reply to them. I'm sure there'll be the usual few that message us, which we you know always enjoy reading. But uh, yeah, so Disney Genie and other Disney news. So sit back, relax, get a cup of coffee and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So I'm going to be extra angry today because I've had very limited sleep. Yes, you've got a groggy daughter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm actually going to, but, but, but I'm going to start off with a positive. Okay. Talking about Disney Genie. Okay, okay. That wasn't where I thought you were going. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. So the new new service coming to Disney World, Walt Disney World and Disneyland, mm-hmm. it's basically going to integrate with all of the existing apps that are available. Yeah. Now, I think that the core Disney Genie service sounds quite good. A positive. The free version. Yeah. I, I you know, having read everything... Um, that's available online, having watched the video. I mean, the video is classic Disney cringe. Cheese. It's all the cheese. Yeah. It's awful. <clears throat> but what they're trying to do here, I think, sounds pretty sensible, to be honest. Yeah, I think on the face of the service, it's it's good for people that don't necessarily want to have to do all the planning themselves. Yeah, so, so basically... And, and- yeah, yeah the, the free version. You go into the app and it says, "Right, what do you like?" Mm-hmm. Now you can I you can go in and say, "Right, I like pirates." And I'm just this is more general than the attractions. So it might be, "I like Star Wars," "I like Disney princesses," or you know, "I like thrill rides," whatever it may be. Yeah, and then the app will go go away and use <laughs> the algorithm that they've built, which I assume is actually quite basic because 
there's only a set amount of criteria and things within the list. Yeah. Yeah. But but what it will do, which is quite clever, is say, right, okay, based on your selections, here's mm-hmm. what you should be doing today. But what we're also doing is we're pulling in all of the different wait times and expected wait times, depending on the season, depending on the time of the day. Basically, it's touring plans. Yeah. But integrated within the app. Mm-hmm. And we'll say, okay, like, well, now's a good time to ride Hordes Mansion. Away you go. And it will give you, if you will give you that plan for the day, but it will also change that plan as the day progresses. So for instance, if Paris Gambian suddenly gets super busy um, or one of the rides goes down that's in your plan, it will go, right, we're going to swap this out for something else. You should go and do this now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which makes a lot of sense because yeah, yeah. things are going to change throughout the day and and this, they can't predict. There's obviously going to be a lot of people. Well, there's probably, there's probably going to be a lot of people using Genie because it's like the basic service because it's free, but there'll be a, a lot, probably a lot more people not using it at all. Like for you and I, is there much point in using it? Because we've been so many times, we know exactly what we're doing. We mm. we know when to hit certain rides. Um, you know, is is do we need the app to tell us where to go? No, I, no, I don't think we do. But I mean, I'd be interested to try it to see how yeah. good it is, mm-hmm. to see what but, it recommends. But also, it, it is the place now where you can make those dining reservations, um, mobile order food. Like they've just integrated it all into Genie. Right. Now, okay. So I think on the on the base of like on the face of it, all of that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And because you know, that's what's that's was what uh, was announced originally with Genie, right? Back it's, in 2019, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I, I, it's definitely been said before it was yeah. a thing that yeah. was coming, um, and yeah, sure, the basic service got no problem with that. It's yeah, I think it sounds fantastic and it, it looks nice. I'm I'm more more than happy to to give it a go, and I I definitely see the value in, in what it provides for Disney guests at both yeah. Disney World and, and Disneyland. And I think the other thing I've I've read, although I don't think I've seen official confirmation from Disney, is that it will occasionally surprise you with a lightning lane or fast pass with one for one of your favorite attractions. Oh, okay, well, like so, just a random one. Yeah, so it will say, "Oh, okay, you rate you really love Big Thunder Mountains. Here's a here's access to Lightning Lane for you and your party." Right. Okay. Which is nice and and, and makes sense. I think again, a, a nice thing to do. I wonder how if they if they did do that. I wonder how frequently you would get them. Once once a trip, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We've noticed that uh, Phil our Magic is quiet right now. Here's a Lightning Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a five-minute queue for Phil Magic. You better get on that. Here's a lightning lane pass. Wherever it... <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be... Definitely going to do that. It's, it will just be like, oh, what's quietest? Oh, someone said that this is their favourite attraction. Here's the lightning lane. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll give you a lightning lane pass for something that... For a window that's in, like, in the next five minutes because they know nobody's going to bite... You know, nobody's going to bite that uh, slot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's also a good point. Yeah. So all of that sounds great. And I know it's, it is actually, um, it does a lot more than that. It will recommend entertainment, food options, everything, it, you know, for, for the average Disney park guest, I think, who doesn't go very often mm. and also doesn't want to plan to the nth degree, which yeah. you have, you know, you do have to. I think this is a really nice. Well, you, you used to have to. 
You, yeah, you used to have to. Although this, this for me is still encouraging it. And I think what's a real shame here is it's doing what I think has not ruined Disney, but certainly made it a less family friendly and fun place to be, which is everyone is just going to be glued to their phones. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. Yeah, we, uh, I suppose I suppose you get a lot of that anyway, don't you? But you, you do, and and the My Disney Experience app did that anyway. But I yeah. think this is this is taking that to another level, and I think it is a shame that everyone is just going to be on their phones. Yeah, it does take a, a little bit extra, doesn't it? Because obviously you need to be keeping an eye on where where to go next. I'm guessing if they were to change your plans, I'm guessing they'd send you a notification. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because like, if you, if they're like, oh, you know, next you need to be heading to Pirates, and then all of a sudden you actually you're on your way to Pirates, and suddenly they're like, oh no, you should go to Space Mountain next. Yeah, you would hope that they would send you a notification. Do you think it's like a sound like? Um... Da, 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 da. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, the the one the real shame about this is that one of the main reasons that Robin Williams fell out with Disney. Mm-hmm. was that he didn't want them to use the genie heavily in like marketing to try and yeah advertise the film and make 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 loads of loads of cash and basically cash in on the genie it feels like they're taking a large turd on that me- on on his memory by doing the one thing that he asked them not to do yeah yeah of which all I think, the characters, wasn't it like contracted that they wouldn't do that or something i think so yeah and then didn't they break it some they broke it because classic Disney, it was something in the marketing for the film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was to do with the marketing of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But and that's, I mean, and that's why he didn't come back for number two. Yeah, yeah. But it does, it does feel a bit disrespectful. Yeah, people behind this know that. Like, yeah, fine. The average Disney guest doesn't, and you, you know what? There's probably very few people that that know the real reasons. They're like, oh yeah, what well, he didn't come back for the second. It was probably a money thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. most people don't even care most people have probably not even heard of the second film yeah that's very true but the fact is that the people behind these decisions do and i think you know Disney, the genie is a great fit for this service but yeah. it also feels like you've got hundreds of characters you could have caught you could have done anything and it it feels a yeah bit particularly when we get to the other points of the service i think the oh, free oh version, absolutely free version you know what that's not too bad it is providing a nice service if you are giving people free lightning lane fast passes whatever you want to call them that kind of is like okay he's granting you a wish mm-hmm. it works quite well that's a nice little feature but it comes with a big butt um and they do not lie <laughs> we move on to genie plus which do we just have to add like does Disney just have to add a plus because you not call it something else? Yeah, they like they like sticking pluses on things, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so, Genie Plus, and this is as far as I understand it from all the reading I've done. And, and what we should say is there is zero chance that the average park guest is going to understand any of this. It's. It, it it makes it a little bit more complicated, doesn't it? Like, it's not... I didn't think it was too bad. Well, wait till I give you, like, several scenarios later. Okay, okay. Because, like, because we get it, like, we... Yeah, maybe, we're, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking in the- with a theme park head on and I, yeah. I know what I'm... 
Like, <laughs> I know roughly what I'm doing. Later on, when we talk about it, let's try and take our, our theme park hats off for a second. Yeah. Um, so Disney Plus, Disney Genie Plus service is... See, Pima hates it. She's um, not happy about it. No, not at all. $15 per ticket per day at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland. So what do you get for that $15 or $20? You can choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the lightning lane, the lightning, 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 LL entrance. <laughs> you can make, you can make one selection at a time throughout the day. And it includes attractions like Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain and Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Um, attractions are subject to limited availability, presuming the same as they were for Fast Pass. Yeah, I would assume so. So, in addition, Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Parks themed audio experiences. So, when you're walking around a certain part of the park, you can play a sound on your phone <laughs> and photo features to capture your memories. Now, as I understand it, yeah, Photo Pass. Is included within your fifteen dollars. I was a little bit unclear on this because the, it seemed you're s- already unclear. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Because it seemed to say that Disney it was included for Disneyland. Yeah, you're you're right. Actually, it's Disneyland. But if you're going to Disney World, you get some like lenses. Yeah, it does. It doesn't say. Lenses. Yeah, it doesn't say unlimited. It says. It says, yeah, augmented reality lenses for uh, visiting Walt Disney World and unlimited Disney photo pass downloads from, uh, from your day if you are visiting Disneyland. Yeah. So, so I, think, I think Fast Pass, um, photo pass is going to be extra for Disney World. Still. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're probably right, actually. So effectively, what Genie Plus is, is replacing the old Fast Pass system with three Fast Passes a day. Mm hmm. As far as I can see it, you can get an unlimited amount. They haven't said that you that there's a limit, but it's, you it can only get so. one at a time. Yeah, which I think is is the biggest restriction, really. I guess because obviously, you know, the big rides will be, get taken up. They're gone. They're they're gone. Well, so, so gone. well that's that's not talking about the big thing, rides actually. because well, the big rides are coming up. Yeah. Well, but if you're thinking like I don't know, Big Thunder things like that, it's interesting actually, isn't it? Because if you get in well i mean we kind of had to get to this later but you get into the park and you want to get a, a, a big thunder yeah. one and suddenly a lot of them are gone mm-hmm. why why would you get one say say the next available slot is like 2 p.m you wouldn't would you yeah that's the thing if you book that you can't have one you can't right. have yeah you can't have a lightning lane for the rest of the day until 2 p.m yeah yeah i mean and after 2 p.m yeah after 2 p.m., it's, you know, you'll only get whatever's left available, which is presumably going to be a lot less. Now, I, I don't know what Disney's plan is with this, because I would assume, and I probably, I may assume wrongly, that they're not going to get quite the take-up of people paying $15 per person per day that they would booking fast passes previously. So in theory, based, based on that mm-hmm. very... Mm-hmm. Because we don't know until it starts what that's gonna what that's gonna be like in reality. Yeah. But in theory, you'd like to think if I'm paying fifteen dollars per day extra mm-hmm. per person. So for me, that's forty five dollars 
Yeah. Whether whether Piper will be included in that, I don't know. I don't. No, I'm not sure. Because she because sure. like she has a ticket, right? But she wouldn't be paying. Does she, does she get a ticket if she's under no, three? No, I don't think so. So no. maybe she can just come into the, the lightning lane with us anyway. Right, okay. But it's at least $30. Yeah. You know, I would expect for $30, I can go, I want to go on Big Thunder and I want to go on it now. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it says, oh, not available to two, I'm not being funny, but I want a refund. Yeah, that is, it is, it is poor if it's like that. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was like that because you can only book one at a time. And it's certainly the bigger rides that are included are going to be taken up sooner rather than later. Yeah. So, you know, you're either gonna you're either gonna miss out on that bigger ride that you want because it's like, oh, it's not available until two. Okay, well, I'll get something else. But then yeah. by the time you've got that something else, oh, the big ride isn't available until four now. So yeah. then you get something different. Oh, now it's not available until seven. So yeah. You know. so we don't know that in reality like how that's going to look but if it's like that then it's not going to work um no. i think the other thing is and um, what was what was i was going to say here is so disney have come out and said and this is chapek in particular has said this will reduce wait times in the park i think that's absolute bollocks and i know we don't swear on, I... on the show in theory mm-hmm. yes but they have no idea currently yeah. what guest take up is going to be like. We do not know, like that's very how, true. How desperate people are to ride their favorite attractions. In fact, Disney are banking on people being desperate yeah. to ride these attractions <laughs> by charging think, for this in the first place. And I think that's partly due, part of the price, like fifteen dollars per person per day. It's up. It, it's at the it's, border, isn't it? Like mm, it's kind know. of like you know, it's not horrendous. No. I certainly wouldn't want to do it every day for a 14-night trip. Well, this is, so I want to come, come back to this in a second. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but that's the thing, isn't it? It's hovering on that line where it's like, hmm, should I get it? Because it really depends how many you get, right? Because if I'm doing 20 in a day... Yeah, I don't know if you get 20 in a day, but... <laughs> well, okay, like 15, 10, 10, 15 in a day. Yeah. And, I, you know, starting at nine, let's, let's say I hit every hour and I manage mm. to hit every single hour. Yeah. Then I'm kind of thinking, well, I've not waited in line all day. Yeah. That's not too bad. And it may not be too bad if you say, okay, well, I'm here for 14 nights. I'm here for seven nights, whatever I'm, however I'm here for. If I do it once per park. Yeah. Then, you know, I get everything ticked off. If you get everything ticked off, but I feel like it's not going to be that way. I feel like you won't be able to get that many in a day because I think, I mean, I guess obviously it, it comes back to take up, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess. Like, you know, if you're, you know, if there's not that many people getting it, you'll be able to, you'll be able to snap up your lightning names pretty quickly. This is, and this is it. And it is a bit of an unknown in a minute. Mm. Um, but what, let's come back to the 14, 14 yeah. days. I, I guess, I guess what about the queues it is, it is an unknown, but it could make a difference because we, we've said this before, haven't we? Like, if they got rid of fast passes, I'm sure the queue times will go down a little bit because, oh, they would, yeah. Be, because you're not having to sort of, there's not people jumping in line, you know, and, and pushing back this, the regular standby queue. And um, so, my mum, who has been taking, along with my dad, to be fair to him, can't, can't uh, throw my dad under the bus here. <laughs> but they've been taking me to Disney since I was you know, three years old. And yeah. Fast Passes came in uh, late 90s, maybe 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's always said since then, it, Fast Passes ruined st- the standby. 
They, right. especially on rides like Big Thunder, where I saw some recent stats on Fast Pass where like it was something crazy, like 80, 90% was Fast Pass. Really? Wow. They were doing like a like an 80, 20 split, mm. which is bonkers. Yeah. Like, if yeah. that reduces through to this, if that reduces the other way around, mm-hmm. then I can see the reason for Disney doing this. However, yeah. You have to question: Did they really need to offer offer a paid service when they could have just got rid of FastPass? They could have just. I mean, because obviously they haven't been running FastPass during the pandemic anyway. No. So it makes you wonder whether what they've been the, the figures that they've been seeing are having an impact on this. Mm. Uh, because obviously Genie Plus wasn't a thing when Genie was originally announced. No. Well, not so, not officially at least. Not officially. Yeah, they didn't say anything about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, maybe it might have a bit, it might have an impact on people not using the G- the Genie Plus, like a positive impact on people not using the Lightning Lanes and things like that. In which in which case, surely the sort of kind of the the need for having a Lightning Lane becomes and less. So and this is the thing, right? So if I can yeah. get, if if Big Thunder is a twenty minute wait, why why the hell would I buy um, Genie Plus? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure we'll see we'll see it at 20 minutes, but yeah, if it's if it yeah, if it's if it's it's if it's fairly less than what it would normally be, then it's 45 minutes. I'm not gonna I'll I'll wait 45 minutes. That's not too bad. When it's like 90 minutes, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So that's genie plus, but we we're we're definitely coming back to it in a second. Mm -hmm. The big the (laughs) the other thing that makes it even more confusing is you also have the option, regardless of whether you have Genie Plus or not, I think. Yeah, I would um, agree. To buy up to two Lightning Lane passes per day mm-hmm. for attractions that are not on Genie Plus. So yeah. Not every attraction so, is on Disney Plus. Oh, I keep saying Disney Plus. Genie Plus. <laughs> yeah, so there's two tiers, isn't there? Right. S- similar to how you had tiers with Fast Passes in, in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and also Hollywood and Epcot. Yeah. Animals so didn't I, have them, did they? Oh, no, they did have them in the end, didn't they? Yeah. I will also assume that they will add Magic Kingdom attractions to this list. Uh, Tron being one, when that opens in 2040. I, sus- yeah. I suspect... Well, they've already said that... Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs and probably Space yeah, would be my guess. No, no attraction has been confirmed for individual access yet, I don't think. Uh, well, apart from Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs. And Radiator Springs in, in California Adventure. Because those are the two that they highlight in the doc, yeah. in the in the blog post they release. Rise of Resistance will be on it, of course. Yeah, Flight of Passage will be on it. I wouldn't be surprised to see something like Test Track, Kilimanjaro Safaris, um, and Ratatouille probably be on there. Ratatouille Adventure. Yeah. Now, my problem with with this is Disney has not released prices for this. Yeah. No. However. WDW Magic, which are usually pretty reliable, um, have said they've heard re- reliable speculation that the pricing for this option will vary by date, attraction, and park, mm-hmm. which you'd expect. Which well, that's what they've said on the um, that's yeah. the official line, yeah. Which puts pricing between four dollars and twenty four dollars, depending on the date, attraction, and demand. So yeah. you could, in theory, mm-hmm. in the summer pay $24 per person to ride Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. If you don't get a boarding pass. Yeah. And I, I mean, $4 would surprise me. 
It's not going to be four dollars because that is that is very cheap. Cheaper than a cup of coffee in, in Disney. You go, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah. I don't care. And you'll get a lot of people doing that for very big attractions. So yeah. $4 would surprise me. And considering it's it's significantly cheaper than the Disney, the Genie Plus, not that you can't, I, the impression that I get is that you can't, you can't book tier two attractions. You can only book the attractions yeah. that are not in... Uh, Genie Plus. Yeah, so you can only so the individual attractions that you can book, and you can only book two of them, are the tier one attractions. You can't book any tier two attractions. Correct. But you can book, you can book tier one attractions across multiple parks. Yes. So, so if, if you were you, hopping, yeah, but, but you presumably you, it's still only that two limit per day. So you could book yes, one in Magic is. Kingdom and one in Hollywood, and no more. That's right. Um, and I like I like the fact that they've limited it. <clears throat> yes. To two per day. That's because. It stops people from people with a lot of money just sort of well, riding particular uh, rides again and again and again. And also, I would assume that it also helps with regular guests getting on those attractions because yeah, boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance are still a thing. Mm-hmm. And another piece of news that was announced announced last week is for some reason Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to a boarding pass system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think. Americans are going to be very surprised when this ride opens and it is not a Ratatouille Rise of the Resistance. Because I've seen some cast members have got early previews of this. Right. And I, I saw on Facebook comments, they were disappointed. And, oh, well, they, okay. They weren't disappointed because the ride is bad. They were yeah. disappointed because Disney has built this up like it's Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay. They are marketing the hell out of this attraction. Right, like, like it's something huge. Because, I mean, I, I really like the Ratatouille attraction I, in I Paris. I like the attraction. I, I, I feel like it gets some stick for some reason. No, I really enjoy it. Now, but, yeah. But, but it's no Rise of Resistance. I mean, I'll be not be on Rise, but the, the attractions don't compare. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a... I, it doesn't feel like it would be a really big ticket item. Like, it is, it is one of the bigger attractions in Paris, probably because they haven't got a lot else. Um, but... Like, and sure, it will be busy to begin with because it's a new attraction. Will it be busy? Will it be like a, a you know, a space mountain? Will it be a mm. Kilimanjaro safaris? No. You know, it's just it's just going to be a, a standard ride. It feels to me. Um, you know, but, it, but, but Disney are marketing it like it's Rise of Resistance. I mean, no other mm. ride in Disney World has boarding passes other than Rise no. I mean, whether it's just more, whether it's just more of a test, because at the end of the day, Rise of the Resistance, it is like a massively busy ride, and it keeps going down. So, it's difficult to judge whether the boarding pass system is successful or not. Which, on the face of it, it doesn't seem like it is. So, well, maybe I, I know we... that it's, it's 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 the biggest guest complaint in Hollywood Studios mm. is the average guest turns up, wants to go on this brand new Star Wars attraction, yeah, goes to the attraction. Goes to the front and they go, sorry, if you've got a boarding pass, they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's yeah. And, and you know, it'll be the same way Ratatouille. And maybe, maybe they'll, you know, maybe Ratatouille will be more stable. You would hope Ratatouille would be more stable considering it's a copy and paste job from Paris. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> before we go on to some of the um, other points on Genie, I would like to use an approved quote from from my wife on this mm. uh, who said when I went through all of this with her she said the, the Disney CEO is a right knob 
<laughs> yeah, agreed. So there we go. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just us saying it. Yeah, I, I think one, uh, the one thing I found interesting and a bit of a slap in the face is with Rise of the Resistance, and I can't remember where I read it, but it was they were almost like specifically plugging, like, oh, you know, oh, if you don't get a boarding group, you know, you can just you can buy a lightning lane and you know ride the attraction that sort of thing. So they've introduced a solution a paid mm. solution to a problem that they've created. Yeah. So, I, and I agree. And I've seen loads of, I, I call them fans because they are fans, but Disney can do no wrong. And I've seen a few yeah. people on, on Twitter, including cast members going, well, this is great. If you know, I can, I can write rise of distance every time I go to the park now. Mm. It's like you, you are just, anyone that thinks is thinking that that way is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because yeah, because like probably if 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 I was to go there next and they had the boarding passes and I couldn't get one, I will probably pay it. Yeah, and, and to, is, to be able to annoying, ride it. Just but, the annoying thing is, that I, but I, I wouldn't would, do it. I wouldn't do it every time. No, but I would. I would. I would pay it to experience that particular attraction if I've not been able to get on with the boarding pass. This because is so if I'm going once every year, once every two years, yeah. <clears throat> and I, Rise of Resistance is the one attraction I want mm. to go to Disney World for right now. Yeah, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I think that's a secret. Uh, I was gutted I missed out on it because it opened just after we left mm-hmm. yeah. on my honeymoon. I'm the same. If I can't get a boarding pass, I will pay $20 to ride it. Yeah. Am I going to be doing that every day I'm in Hollywood Studios? No. No, and, no. I, know, certainly, I, certainly I know I'm part of the problem, but I, I, have, I haven't been able to ride Rise of Resistance for at least, it will be at least three years. Yeah, I think if I, if, if I have risen it, if I have already ridden it, I certainly wouldn't do it. I would do it, I would do it to ride it for the first time if I wasn't able to get a boarding pass, that sort of mm. thing. If I was at risk of going on the holiday and not being able to ride that attraction. Yeah, because we already I, paid, I would, let's, let's, let's face it, yeah. we've already paid five grand to get there. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's the thing. If they had a regular standby queue, I would not pay the lightning lane. I would just regularly queue for it. And exactly, and so would I. I and that's the and that's the core problem. Is that is the boarding pass group that's the problem. Yeah. And I think you'll get a lot of people doing that in the same situation. You know, they'll pay for it originally initially, and at the same time, you'll get people that will just pay for it because they want to ride it again and again, and again and again and again. Yeah. Um. Which I think is is. That's what Disney's banking on. Yeah, well, that's what they're banking on. Yeah. <clears throat> Will I do it with Ratatouille? Probably not. Well, what I've heard as well is that the audio is the same in as it is in France. Oh, okay. They have Isn't the French-English French, mix. Oh, okay. Which I found surprising. That is surprising. And they're saying it's the, for because it's the authentic <laughs> French experience. I'm saying it's because Disney are cheap and didn't want to re-record. <laughs> that sounds more likely. Because um, they haven't done that with anything else. So no, I, I think I feel like they will do that, and then if it becomes unpopular, um, they will re-record it. I think they'll. Have, yeah. I think they will re-record it because it's not going to be popular. Yeah, e- either that because I'm ass- I'm assuming that it's a case of they say it in English and then they say it in French or vice versa, and then they you know each line is like repeated in the language because obviously it wouldn't make sense if one line was in English and then the next line was in French. You'd never know whether you're coming or going. Yeah. In which case, 
the audio that's designed for the Paris ride is like twice the length that it would be for one language, right? And it fits the attraction. So if they if they chomp it down to one language, they've got half the audio to fill the same amount of time. I think in I think in the French version it, it is a mit, like it they don't repeat each other. I feel like it's but then I, I don't I that's that's one that's one of the things that I never really knew when we went to when we went to Paris. It's like when we saw the lights motors action, mm. they they chop and change, and I'm like it's two different people talking. So one's, one spoke a line in English and one spoke a line in French. So if it's two separate people, are they saying the same line or are they saying say, two different lines? I can't see on Ratatouille they're saying the same line just because <coughs> a lot of people, I'd say the majority of visiting the parks are French. That's yeah. got to piss you off. I mean, that you would assume that that would piss you off because if you speak French and you speak English... Which the majority of people a lot of Disneyland Paris would be. yeah. It, it would it would be annoying if they were repeating the same line and you understood both lines. For a simple-minded people like us that only yeah. speak English, <laughs> yeah. um, we you know we just don't understand what they're saying. No, no, exactly. So if anyone actually knows that, then uh, yeah, <laughs> then let us know. So uh, where did we get to? <laughs> Genie, Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane. Yes. We were, we we mentioned the fourteen day mm. question. Now, someone on on Twitter um, worked out the, and I'm going to say the Dis- Disney New Cup newscast. They said a seven day vacation for a family of four. Genie Plus for seven days is four hundred and twenty dollars. So mm-hmm. that gets you tier two um, lightning lanes, fast passes. Yeah. Then you could pay approximately ten to fifteen dollars. I think that's on the cheaper side of what it actually will be. Mm-hmm. The extra lightning lane um, entrances for two per day, that ranges between $560 and $840 for the seven days. So mm-hmm. a th- theoretical theoretical total for seven days for a family of four is between $980 and $1,260 for something that used to be free. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's twice that obviously exactly twice that for a seven day um for a 14 day rather yeah so you're paying um, two over two and i think it will be realistically i think that, that some of those prices they've quoted there for the lightning lanes are cheaper than what they will be yeah so I think you're going in summer it's going to be 25 dollars. i think easily yeah i think i think the upper range of that tier one lightning lane passes are going to be more expensive it wouldn't surprise me if the minimum was 10 it certainly wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me if it went down to five or four. Yeah, I because think that is, is that is significantly cheaper. That it would encourage a lot of people to do it. Which is, may, I mean, to be fair, maybe that's what Disney are banking on. Mm. If they make it cheap enough, people will do it, um, and they'll get all the money in, and it won't be a lot of different from the levels of fast pass that you would have got before. Well, um, that's a good point. <clears throat> However, if Disney want to make this three dollars. Yeah, and whatever money they make in a day is more money than they they would be making from free fast passes anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, very true. You know, they're quids in whatever they put the cost at these lightning mm-hmm. lane passes. But, <laughs> it obviously has to be balanced with the cost of genie, doesn't it? Because like, if you're paying fifteen dollars for genie, you would expect a level a, a tier one attraction to be more than what you were getting for your genie genie experience. Yes. 
you would you would assume um because obviously they're bigger attractions Un- unless they're like oh well you know G- genie plus you're getting like you know you're getting your, your lightning lanes you're getting your your audio and your filters for your pictures and that sort of stuff which to be fair everything else but the lightning it's the cost you're paying is for the lightning lanes really at the end it of is. the day it is um, now i don't know if anyone's done this yet so i'm just going to look and book I, i'm just on the disney website now right i'm gonna i'm just trying to book for next march just randomly mm-hmm. to see if they've added disney genie plus See that that's that's one of the things that I'm not clear on at the moment, and they haven't made it particularly clear in the articles. Is that when do you purchase that? When do you purchase? Because because I think one thing that we haven't said so far is that the Lightning Lane passes you can only book on the day. Yes, and okay. Hmm. So I cannot buy it. Okay. On the UK's Disney Holidays website for next March. However, right. on WDW Magic, it says. There's a question. Do I have to purchase Genie Plus for the entire length of my trip? If purchased as part of a vacation package ahead of your visit, Genie Plus is purchased for the entire length of the stay at $15 per ticket per day. If not purchased ahead of time, Genie Plus can be added on a day-by-day basis. I think that's wrong because why would I pay the same amount for seven days than I would for one day? I think Disney will offer... No, no, I think... I I, I, I assume that they were saying... If you add it on, it will be added $15 per day. Yeah. But for the entire length of your trip, if you add it on in advance. Yeah. So what they're saying is you you should have the ability to add it on as part of your vacation package. Yeah. But they'll just charge you $15 per person per day. Yeah. It's the same price as if you bought it on the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it won't happen. Oh, I I see. What, you think you'll get a discount, will you? Well, yeah, because otherwise, what's the point in buying it in advance? Yeah, it, it, yeah, no, no, I completely, that makes sense because, yeah, there will be no benefit to buying it in advance, especially if you get there after your first day and thinking, well, that was pointless. I hardly got anything from it. Yeah. You know, you, you know, and it's, it, as you say, it seems pointless unless you're getting a discount for it. And why would you, yeah, why would you, why would you add some, a new service on, which you don't know what you're getting particularly mm. for like seven days, 14 days, however long you're going for? I, I wouldn't be surprised for the UK in particular, to mm-hmm. get some kind of deal on Genie Plus. Yeah. It would not surprise me. And, you know, if I were Disney, I would use Genie Plus as a way to try and get UK guests on board again. And, mm-hmm. you know, playing the Chapek card. Yeah. Probably remove the free dining offer and put Genie Plus in because that's actually <laughs> make, that's that's saving me more money and actually yeah. making me more money because they're going to have to pay for dining. Yeah, that's true. And, and one thing that we haven't particularly seen is, well, I guess going back to the the fact that you have to book your lightning lanes on the day, I think they've said that, I don't know if it's said in this article, but I've definitely seen it somewhere. You're you're, resort guests. Yeah, if you're a resort guest, you can book it. I think it was at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're a non-resort guest, you can only book it once the park opens. I think that's right. You know what's embarrassing about that? Yeah. That is what Disney think a resort guest's benefit is. Yeah. You have the option <laughs> of paying for a ride yeah. sooner than other people. Slightly, slightly before. And it's not even, I can't imagine, it's not even going to be like a significant amount, right? Because if, if you can do it at 7 a.m., some of the parks open at 8, 
a.m. depending on if they're doing early park openings, right? Is that yeah. Yeah. they did the, they did bring that back, didn't they? Yeah, they not did. Not too long ago. Resort guests. Like so guests. otherwise, they're going to open at nine. So you're either only get you're only getting a one or two hour window. Yeah. Of of benefit for staying on resort, and you still have to pay on top. And now it wouldn't surprise me if at some point they turned around and said, okay, deluxe guests, deluxe resort guests get Genie Plus included as part of their stay. I mean, for me, this, this it makes a lot of sense. And it makes a lot of <laughs> sense for, for people like Brits who spend at least, let's be realistic, at least five grand staying on property. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more than that. Probably, yeah. I know a lot of Brits right now because I talk to a lot of people on Twitter, I follow a lot of people on Twitter and see a lot of Facebook groups as well. Some Facebook groups are shocking, you know, <laughs> as we all know. But a lot of them are saying, in fact, all of them are saying pretty much, why would I stay in Disney World? Yeah. Why would I stay in Disney World? Why would I pay three, you know, two, three grand more than I paid last time? Mm-hmm. And no benefits. Mm-hmm. When I know if I stay at Universal, as an example, it's half the cost, yeah. at least. And we've yeah. seen that when we were looking at booking Universal. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's, Universal is a, an incredible, that incredibly valuable, uh, uh, valued at the minute. Yeah. Why would they not stay there? Why would they not stay in a villa mm-hmm. when Genie Plus is available to all? Lightning yeah. Lane is available to all. There is no benefit to staying on Disney World property at the minute other than maybe, you know, I still get the point that if you've got kids, like if we're taking Piper for the first time, mm-hmm, staying on at a Disney World hotel will be amazing for us as a family. Yeah. But for you and I, for instance, what is there is no benefit to staying yeah. at Disney. No, absolutely. Because I think I think the you know the benefit of like oh you know you can book your Lightning Lane passes a couple of hours early at most. Okay. That's that's no particular benefit because I'm not necessarily going to be booking a lightning lane anyway. Yeah. So, what's the point? And if you've got Genie Plus, I guess you can book your Genie Plus lightning your first one. I guess you could book slightly earlier, but that's that's only your first one. Oh, yeah, you, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's so fine. you know you're not exactly it's not exactly good. it's not like you can plan your entire day and book all of your lightning lanes. Genie Plus, it says at Walt Disney World, all guests can make the first Genie Plus selection at 7am. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. okay. Fair so it's enough. only Lightning Lane. Right, only only the only the extra tier one Lightning Lanes that you can book. Yeah. Fair enough. That's even less of a benefit then. <laughs> I just... Honestly, I've got to the point where I'm looking at this and just thinking, how dare they try, mm. like, literally just bend over people that... You know, this is genuinely one of the best places to visit in the world. Like, you you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn around and say that the theme parks are crap because they're not. You know, have they dropped, have they gone downhill under traffic? And let's not give... Damara. What's that? Yeah. Jo- let's Josh Damara, yeah. Let's, let's not give Josh a free pass. Mm-hmm. He's head of parks and resorts. He is just as responsible. Yeah, so, like, he's, anyone... he's got just as much input into this as Chapek, really, hasn't he? Yeah, if not more so. Yeah. Just because he's, you know, Prince Charming in disguise <laughs> does not mean that he is not a Disney executive. Yeah, yeah. His responsibility is the shareholders, not the guests. Mm-hmm. And he is shown since taking over. He does not care about the guests. 
appearing in the parks and taking a few photos of people doesn't mean that you care. No, it doesn't, doesn't impact your day. Hitler did that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> just saying. You just, know? just a quick comparison. Just a quick comparison. Adolf Hitler would take photos of people in the crowd. He was no saint. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it's completely true, isn't it? Like, I think, I think he gets a lot of... Um, I, I can't think... They, they give him a lot of slack. No, no, it's not knowing on. That's that's not that's what not what I meant to say. <laughs> they they're quite lenient on him, mm. Demaro, mm. because he's you know he's friendly with the guests. He's more he's more outgoing than Chapek was. Chapek's obviously like a money man. He's a bit more reserved. He's a bit yeah. more. He seems you know a bit more introvert, shall we say? Yes. Than Demaro than Josh, um, and and I think that's you know people seem to like that. And and then they mean it means that they don't like oh you know oh there's bad news oh it's because it's Chapek's in charge yeah Josh Whereas, is in charge of the parks yeah yeah That's he's in charge of the parks and sure like Chapek's got some input on this and you know maybe he's yeah, saying you know it, to Josh we need to make more money from the parks but equally if people think that Chapek is in his office mm-hmm. going oh yeah I'll tell you what let, Genie Plus is what we we need to call this and this yeah. is how much we're going to charge no yeah. That's Josh's yeah. thing. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, <laughs> it does make you wonder, like, uh, somewhere, somewhere along the line, somebody's come up with the idea for Disney Genie, right? Yeah. Not yeah. not Genie Plus, but di- just Disney Genie. Somebody w- came up with a core idea and said this, you know, well, we, look, we could build this app, which plans your day. Yeah. And now Disney have commercialized it. Mm. And makes you wonder whether that, what that person thinks that came up with the idea of the Disney Genie. Yeah, you know. Well, I tell you who we need back. Um, Tom Staggs. Um, Tom Staggs. Not so he familiar. He was. He was r- really high up at Disney. Okay. Uh, he was the former chief operating officer. I believe he was one of the people, and maybe the, even the main person to come up with magic bands. Oh, okay. Okay. He was being. I don't want to say groomed is a bad word, but he was being groomed as the next CEO. <laughs> right. And then suddenly it all fell apart and Chapek came from nowhere to take the position. Not nowhere, oh, okay. he was obviously still a big player. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was it was definitely going to either first of all Stags, mm-hmm. then Kevin Mayer. Okay. Who was in charge of Disney Plus. Okay. Both of them are now no longer at Disney. And oh, Chapek, right. Chapek's, okay. Chapek's come in. And as far as I can see it, it's pleasing the shareholder, but nobody else. Yeah, um, I'm not. I mean, everyone knows I'm not Chapek's biggest fan. I don't think, but all of this says not all of this is on him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh owns the Disney Parks and Resorts department. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Now I totally appreciate that Chapek has probably said you need to make me more money. There mm-hmm. are other ways to do that. Um, yeah, to to sort of take away a service that was free and now making it a charge to service and and making out like it's improving making out like you're you're oh you're 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 giving a favor yeah i'm doing you a favor by making by allowing you to pay for this service that was previously free and and sure like fast pass wasn't perfect you know it certainly wasn't perfect there were there were problems with it and whether it would have been better without it completely Mm. you know is is something that we whether we'll ever know i don't know (laughs) 
who knows because you know sure during the pandemic it hasn't been included um but yeah to sort of come back and make it a paid service it's, it is difficult because it's like you know universal has a paid service uk parks have paid services i can't particularly comment on my knowledge of the other parks like um yeah six points and bush gardens and things like that i don't know off nice. the top of my head six flags what did i say six six points six points i don't know where i'm coming from with that but yeah six flags um yeah i don't know i don't know what their offering is but it's obviously going to sting when they turn around and say we're going to charge you for this service that used to be free well and also like i get some people online saying well you know all the other parks have got it yeah that doesn't mean that disney should no it it doesn't mean that disney should everyone else yeah they, yeah. You know, that they once were the leading theme park space on on, on, on the planet. I think Universal is, is poised ready up. to take that crown. Yeah, they're certainly stepping it up, haven't they? Obviously, um, they've just Beijing. opened Beijing, haven't they? It's incredible. Yeah, it does look incredible. And obviously, we've got Epic Universe coming a few years down the line. Yeah. Um, but, you know, more of a presence in, in Orlando to mm. compete with Disney. And they deserve the Disney deserve to lose that crown big time. Oh, they do deserve to lose it. Like they do deserve to sort of suffer essentially from some of the decisions that they've made and some of the some of the uh, what appears to be greedy decisions that they've made um, yeah. and cost saving decisions. Um, I, I don't think we'll see Disney get hit until post fiftieth. I think post fiftieth mm-hmm. when people have gone on their holidays. Obviously, people have got cash sitting in bank accounts ready to spend on their next Disney holiday. Yeah, because of the pandemic. In that that boat. And Mm. we will be going back to Disney. But post 50th, mm. are are Disney Resort hotels appearing post 50th? No. No. Is this service appearing if those resorts aren't filling up and the parks start getting quieter? No. Um, Will Disney have to bring back services like free dining? Yes. That's going to be how they attract people back into the resort. Mm -hmm. It's what we've seen before. You go back like 15 years ago and the, the hotels were suffering. Mm-hmm. They, they introduced free dining. The hotels started to fill up. Now yeah. that they're full without free dining, they're thinking, let's rinse them. Yeah. And yeah. They will start to fall down again because at some point, people are going to be going, this is too much for me. This yeah. Is, this is because, too much for my family. Because you you will get a proportion of guests like we like we previously said that will be like oh this is this is our first trip um, we've got kids we want to stay on a Disney property hotel because it's a Disney holiday yeah. that sort of stuff I completely understand that but that is not going to be hundred percent occupancy of the hotels that are going to be doing that no. like you'll get a lot of people like you and me that mm. won't stay on Disney property because it is too expensive. And there's no benefits of doing that anymore. There's no benefit, you know, you're paying, yes, you're paying more, but at least before you were getting benefits for doing that. Whereas yeah. now you're not, it's just a hotel stay essentially. And why, you know, sure, it's closer to Disney than say staying at Universal, but we're only talking 20 minutes. Yeah, I think it's a good point. And the other the other thing is, and, and I think people will say, well, you know, it's just going to be rich, rich people won't care. Now mm-hmm. we're not rich, but yeah. we're not, you know, we're not, we, we both have decent jobs. Mm-hmm. And if you and I were going to Florida, we we could afford to stay at Disney. And I know yeah. it's, not, it's not a brag, I'm just saying we could. The point is, neither of us are prepared to be ripped off 
when there are no benefits to it. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's one of those things that yes, you can afford it, but you know, you know that it, you're not getting value for money. So why would you pay for it if you're not if you're not yeah. getting value for money? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and I think really, just to, to finish on Disney Genie Service, unless you've got anything else that to. Not particularly, not particularly. As as we said earlier before, it's it's very much going to be a case that we need to watch and see what happens, isn't it? See what the uptake is, um, and see what behavior, how it impacts behavior in the parks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, just I guess just to end on Disney Genie Service, the the YouTube video that Disney put oh. put up, yeah, eight hundred thirty two likes uh, at the time of recording, isn't at it? At the time yeah. of recording, eight thousand dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the norm for a Disney Parks YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. And every single comment, of which there are 1,200 nearly, is negative. Mm-hmm. The same is true of their Instagram. The same is true of that of their Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people were saying, well, it's just pe- that's just people online, isn't it? And I get that to a certain level. But Disney fans are usually very pro-Disney. Mm-hmm. This has not gone down well with people. No. Will Disney scrap it? No. Will they scrap it if it doesn't, if it's not making them any money or much money? Yes. So if people, the thing is though, whatever yeah. money they make from this is more it, money than they're making now. Exactly. That's the thing. Would, you know, if, if it wasn't as successful as they hoped it would be, is, you know, why would they change it really? Because it's, unless they lower the price to encourage more people to do it Mm. because i can't i can't see them making it free again because as you say even if one person does it that's more money than they would have made on fastpass well yeah if one percent of your hundred thousand people let's say in magic kingdom use this Mm -hmm. then they're still laughing aren't they yeah exactly exactly so it would surprise, you know, the, I can only imagine that they would reduce the price slightly to encourage more people to do it. And then they make even more money yeah. by doing that. Yeah. Um, so I guess, but yeah, doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's much going back, is there? No, I don't think so. Um, the other thing that seems to have annoyed a lot of people this week was Disney Enchantment, the, the, the show that's re- replacing um, Happy, Happy Ever Yeah. Now, Disney have said that the fireworks are going to be focusing on recent Disney animated films and not celebrating Disney World's legacy. It feels okay. like a mistake. Now, there's two sides to this. Mm-hmm. One is it's a new show for the 50th. So why wouldn't it include you know, some legacy songs and all that kind of stuff over the last 50 years? Yeah. But the second part is Disney are expecting this to carry on I would presume for the, at least the next five to six years. You would assume so, yeah. yeah. So they can't stick to a classic Walt Disney World theme for really much beyond the next 18 months because otherwise it doesn't really make sense out of, out of context to the 50th. Mm-hmm. But the point of this is I think all basically most of the show is going to be focused on new Disney characters. So... Uh, Tiana, Miguel, Rapunzel, um, Ian and Barley from Onward, that film that nobody liked, apparently are going to be in this. I still haven't seen it. Um, no one liked that film. It was, I mean, it was crap. The last few Pixar films haven't been great. I, I enjoyed Soul. Soul was, Soul was good, yeah. but, but it's not something that 
I don't think he, the, the I don't think they'll have a presence. In, don't think in, have a connection with the kids. No, it's a very no. good film. It, it was more of it. It was more of an. It was more of an adult film. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I, I can't see many kids, and I might be wrong. I can't see many kids seeing any character from Soul and getting excited. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but apparently he is in it. Joe Gardner is in oh. it. Oh, is he? <laughs> okay. Um, the the weird thing I find with when they're like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna focus it on new new characters and things like that, is that they're gonna have to update it fairly mm-hmm. recent, fairly regularly, because you know we got we got more more Pixar films than ever seem to be coming out. You've yeah. got you know more Disney animated films than ever coming out, and you know the characters change. If if they want the show to be relevant, then they need to update it quite regularly. Like at least once a year, I would say. Yeah. Will I mean, that happen? I don't like. You know. It's gonna doesn't be feel like it. It's gonna be interesting. I think. Like, again, Luca. I mm. got three quarters of the way through. I haven't finished it. It, it was all right. I, I. It was okay. I wasn't like massively. Like Let's put it this way, I can see why Disney it. added it to Disney Plus for free. <laughs> was that a Disney one or a Pixar one? Pixar again. Oh, was it? Okay. okay. So you've got two of the last three Pixar films that, in my opinion, have been misses. Yeah, it, it was okay. It looked, it visually, it looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Great. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the story was a bit weak. Yeah. So, yeah, Enchantment's opening October 1st with mostly new characters, which, taking my classic Disney hat off, mm-hmm. I get, right? Who are they trying to please with this show? It's not the bloggers. It's not the podcasters. It's yeah. the kids visiting the park. The mm-hmm. kids are going to know all of these characters. And I totally get the reasoning behind them using newer characters in a show. And there will be some old characters appearing. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say because obviously like kids should know, you know, if they've got decent parents, they should know a lot of the classics. Well, we were, we started watching Lilo and Stitch at six o'clock this morning. So there you go. See, good parent. Which is <laughs> so... My one of my favorite Disney films. I mean, Stitch is is my favorite character. Yeah. Um, I'm not that excited about the live action movie, but I didn't realize they were doing a live action Stitch. It's still in production, apparently. Okay. Okay. But the the writer, director, and voice of Stitch is yeah. coming back to provide the voice. Right. Okay. I can't remember his name, but he also directed and created How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, okay. Okay. But he's continued to voice Stitch in every Disney project. Right, since. Even though he only um, wrote and directed the first movie. Oh, right, okay. But he's still the voice for others, did he? He's still the voice for every project, so TV shows, sequels, everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is a a live-action remake that could be interesting, but Mm -hmm. it could be Garfield. Or Alvin and the Chipmunks Bad. Yeah, 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 it could be because they're going to they're CGing Stitch, of course, and, yeah, and everyone else will be live live action in Hawaii. Yeah, I don't know if that, I don't know if that will really work. They don't tend to work those movies. It doesn't on the fate on the set. You know, when you f- describe it, it doesn't feel like it would quite because it feels like Stitch like, should only be animated. Because like, yeah, because also you'd assume that like Pleakley and. Jumbo and, and everyone would mm. also be CG'd. CG'd, yeah. And you would assume that 
you would assume that they would be sort of a bit more at like realistic CG. It's going to because... be like a Pokemon movie, I think. Yeah, which which could look a bit weird. The Pokemon movie does look a bit weird. Because that's the thing, because you you can't you think it, you know, if they went like classic animation style, then it, it's kind of like who framed Roger Rabbit. In which yeah. case it's kind of it doesn't feel it feels a bit spoofy, doesn't it? Yeah, you if, I mean if they you were can't to do tell that. a realistic Hawaiian story or a an accurate cultural Hawaiian story when you've got like an animated character like Roger Rabbit and mm. you know. I think either but then way, if you've got like a realistic looking stitch, then that could be kind of yeah. freaky. Like it's apparently coming to direct to Disney Plus, the same as the Lady in the Tramp movie, which I've still. Oh, okay. No, I've still not watched that either. But I've not watched Dumbo. Or... No, I've not seen Dumbo. I've seen very few of the live action. I still haven't watched The Lion King. I can't be bothered. I've still not watched The Lion King either. And it's one of my favourite animated films, but I, I, I think just I haven't will bothered watch watching the end stitch. Day one, Lilo and Stitch is genuinely one of my. I mean, I love The Lion King as well. Right, yeah. I, I'm was so offended by the fact that they just basically did it, did a remake shot for shot. Mm-hmm. That I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> um, I think Lilo and Stitch will be a little bit different. Right, yeah. But it remains to be seen. I think the first trailer will tell us everything we need to know. Yeah, it's something just about the live action and the live action animated remakes that I just don't really care much about. Mm. Like, because I've seen the animated one, it's like, oh, if it's pretty much the same story, why do I necessarily want to watch the live action version? Yeah. It, if, if it's something like Cruella. Have you seen that and yet? I've, not that I've seen it yet, because I was, I, was, I was waiting for it to come available. It's this week. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely going to watch that one because it's kind of like, it's those live action ones that I'm more interested in. Mm, something different than, yeah something different it's it you know a slightly different take on the story and things like that that i'm more interested in than um you know the the sh- not not even necessarily if they're shot for shot remakes like if they're pretty much the same film mm. but it's a live action version i'm kind of like well, okay yeah and, and no genuinely corella is one of my favorite live action disney movies probably in the last five years mm. in fact easily in the last five years because yeah. every other one has been crap um pretty much did you see that she got a rather large payout for not suing them yes <laughs> i i think scott johansson is going to get a rather large payout from suing them but then she's I, also, but then she going. won't get she's she's not going to get employed by them again is she she's no, yeah she's yeah. not going to be coming back no she won't and which to be fair like sure she probably didn't have a lot of um she probably didn't have a lot of scope for coming back in the Marvel films. She was in the Marvel franchise. The Terror movie. She was, which has now been scrapped. Yeah, supposedly. Um, I mean, although apparently she was a producer on it as well. Yeah, like so. But there was rumours of a Tower of Terror movie like five years ago, and yeah. that didn't happen. So I mean, that, the movie comes and goes every few, few years. Yeah, yeah. So it, it may well come back without her. Jungle um, Cruise has done well, so I think Disney will probably want to keep going with their attraction movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which you know certainly can work. I mean, obviously, we saw it with pirates and things like that. So, yeah, um, maybe not with haunted mansion, but you know, yeah. Well, they're working on. They're meant to be working on haunted mansion as well. Right. Okay. Trying to wipe the Eddie Murphy version away. It's completely fair. <laughs> so, the, I guess just to finish on this week's show, that probably something positive to talk about is I am COVID permitting, um, going on a Disney cruise. Mm. in Which, like uh, four days from now as yeah a, as, as, a as of, at time of release yeah yeah 
so yeah on friday i'm going to be getting on the disney magic in here in the uk and having a three night cruise on the disney magic yeah here in the uk because you don't leave the ship <laughs> i have never been on a disney cruise mm-hmm. we obviously we we didn't get to go to Orlando this year, so I thought, oh, you know, let's let's see what the Disney cruise is all about. Um, don't really know what to expect, to be honest. It we've we've Don and I have watched a few like walkthroughs of the ship. I oh, found yeah. that they're all incredibly irritating. What the the people doing the walkthroughs? People doing or... the walkthroughs. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to walk through, you want like just someone walking around. Yeah. But they're like, oh, and here's here's where you get a cup of coffee. And then every person that they see is like a cast member who's super happy. And they're like, oh, morning. It's like, just cut the audio. I just want to see the ship. You just you just need to mute the video, Ryan. That's what it is. So. Or you've got some vlogger that's got five minutes in front of the camera first. Yeah. Just, just like, oh, hey, guys, uh, I'm, I'm here on the magic and I'm, I'm going to be taking you around. You mean you're not going to be doing that when you're when you're there? Yeah, maybe I'll do a, a live podcast. <laughs> no one wants to see my face on a Disney ship. There you go. So it'll be yeah. audio only. <laughs> but yeah, that's happening on, on like Friday over bank holiday weekend here in the UK. Yeah. So I suspect we're recording two episodes today. So mm-hmm. next week's show will not be my review of the Disney Magic. The week after will be what I think of the ship, the pros mm-hmm. and cons, and whether I would actually take a kind of quote-unquote proper cruise because yeah. a normal cruise would stop you at different ports, of course, where you explore new places. Mm-hmm. This is not. So, yeah, yeah. we'll definitely, definitely have a review of that. I think at least it will give you a good, good idea of what the entertainment is like on the ship and things like that. Um, yes. because obviously I would assume that a lot of that is still is is very similar to the the, the classic cruise experience um presumably there's not oh. things like meet and greets and things like that but there you still got uh, I, I guess I mean distance. yeah distance I suppose that's yeah. that's what I mean um but not that you, well not that you would necessarily do a lot of those I would assume we, we anyway would, I mean we're, we're not taking Piper because we thought at one, is, mm-hmm. is she going to sit through a film at the cinema? No. Is she going to sit through an hour-long theatre production? No. Yeah. Um, you know, even even dinner, she'd eat the dinner and, and then, you know, she would sit there. But it's it, I think she's just a little bit too young. Maybe yeah. like three or four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we, we probably would have taken her. Um, but, yeah. it's So we're going to be spending a lot of our time in kind of the, probably the adult's, section of the ship where they've got like a couple of bars like they've got a nice coffee place just places where you can chill out and that, that is the primary reason we're going to relax yeah 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 which yeah. which yeah if you've got a if you if you have to like keep piper entertained throughout the day that sort of thing it's less relaxing for you to you can't take advantage as you say of like the theater shows the, the cinemas yeah. things like that yeah so yeah it's, it's understandable so I, I take it she's just gonna be at home with a jar of peanut butter She'll work it out for herself. Well, yeah, we're going to keep the jar. Um, you're not going to open the jar for her. That's going to be the first challenge. Ah, smart. You know, life lessons. Life lessons. She's got to show some initiative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that's dialing uh, child services, she's going to her grandparents. Somebody like half, half dialing the number already. 
<laughs> my god so yeah i'll let everyone know what i think in a, in a couple of weeks really but that is it for today's show um as we've always said when disney deserves criticism we will give them criticism when they deserve praise we will give them praise they haven't they been deserving much well. praise recently <laughs> no. <laughs> no maybe maybe one day yeah yeah but there we go so let us know if you've enjoyed the show you can find us on our website themeparktrader.com and probably best place to chat to us is on twitter just search for theme park trader and do remember to leave us a review on your podcast app and we will see you again next week ah there you are and just in time there's a little matter i forgot to mention beware of hitchhiking ghosts they have selected you to fill our quota and they'll haunt you until you return <laughs>